welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. The one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. Hey, thank you, Paul, very much. Appreciate the introduction. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Demand Gen Radio. We're going to talk a little bit more about ABM, a topic we've been covering a few times the past year, but I am very pleased to welcome onto the program Daniel Day. Daniel Day is a senior marketing manager at a company called Snowflake, and let me tell you how I got Daniel on the program. Uh, for some of you, you probably know I do some advising and certainly have a strong partnership with Engageo. And I was talking to the team over there and said, hey, listen, I want to get someone on Demand Gen Radio who really has mastered ABM, feels very confident in what they've done and can share their success story with the folks on Demand Gen Radio. Who do you recommend? And Scott over there said, you know who you should talk to is Daniel Day. So prior to this recording, Daniel and I have only had a uh, conversation previously, just short conversation, talking about ABM, and I knew what they had recommended the right guys. So, Daniel, thank you for joining the program. Great to have you. How sure. are you? Yeah, I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. You know, I'll say this to the group: when I first talked to you uh, before the before this episode, yeah. you know, you come across as a very uh, understated person. You're very, very humble. And I really enjoyed our conversation. And I just sure. want to say to the folks on listening on the program is don't underestimate this man whatsoever. That calm, cool voice that you hear coming through Demand Gen Radio, let me tell you what he had for breakfast. Are you ready for this? First, I'll tell you it's Raisin Bran. Maybe that's not surprising. But he 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 chased that with sugar-free Red Bull. So that, that should right. tell you enough about Daniel Day. Oh, my goodness. Breakfast yeah. of Champions. Well, hey, thank yeah. you for joining me today. Um, sure. So, Daniel, talk a little bit about your background. Give people some context yeah. uh, in terms of, you know, when the light bulb went on and where that was when you said, you know what, totally. I've got to dive into this ABM. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah. So, you know, coming from uh, a marketing kind of uh, database marketing operations type background, I got to spend a lot of time uh, doing, you know, process and procedures and looking at things like traditional things like lead flows and um, lead follow-ups, working very closely with business development teams. Um, and as I started to, to dig deeper into kind of uh, a traditional marketing sense, looking at things like MQLs and, and SQLs and, and things of that nature, I, I kind of began to believe that that model was broken. And uh, through throughout my my career, um, just was able to to see that you know uh, business development teams, sales teams, field teams are, are more uh, account based. They usually have a, a territory associated with them or a set of accounts that they're interested in. Um, and I wanted to to you know figure out a way to to um, align. Uh, what I was doing and, and being in the database and, and doing marketing programs more with the, the goals that they had in mind. Well, let's let's make sure that that didn't go just quickly past people's ears that you said, sure. you know, you basically are kind of throwing the demand funnel out the window, that model. And yeah. um, it's a very controversial perspective. So dig in a little bit more about that because yeah, when we I talked would, about I mean, it. I would say that, yeah, you know, when you when you look on the face of it, if you look at something that's uh, as fundamental to, to business to business marketing as is, is an MQL, 
Um, you know, everyone defines it different. Um, it's it's easy to 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 change the definition as as a marketer to to make um, you know your your goals more more achievable. Um, but at the end of the day, what what should be really focused on is is of course um, driving driving engagement and driving awareness for accounts that are, are of interest to, to the sales team you're supporting. And that, that has been a, um, a controversial topic because um, from the top down, from, from executive team down to, to marketing leadership, it's um, really been a, a numbers game around um, new names and, and MQLs and, and lead generation and demand generation and, and follow-up. And um, taking an account-based approach really throws all of these numbers kind of out the window. And uh, it's it's uh, a, a really large shift in, in the way that, that people are marketing. And you, you guys sell direct to your customers, correct? Right. You don't have a channel. Yes, absolutely. No, we, we don't do any channel selling. I was talking with Jeff Rummer yesterday, and he's actually coming up on Demand Gen Radio, and he's over at Medtronic, and I'll save more about sure. Jeff for a upcoming episode, but one of the things that he talked about is the challenges a company like Medtronic has, which doesn't sell direct, that they have a thriving sure. channel of products and how difficult right. it is to close the loop. But you bring even a different perspective, which is how ABM can kind of throw the funnel out the window, which is... If you align with sales and marketing and you have a targeted list of accounts that you want to go after and have customers, I believe your perspective is, isn't the ultimate form of measurement the conversion of those prospect accounts into customers, right? That's really what you guys are driving towards. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the end goal is to, uh, you know, drive, drive conversions into those target accounts for them to be, uh, become customers. Um, but, what we focus on kind of a leading indicator of, of how we get there is really driving awareness and engagement in these accounts. We feel like if we can do very targeted um, outbounding and um, approach these these accounts where, where they are, whether they're through social or, or direct mail or display advertising, um, if we can be very targeted and, and concise in the messaging that we give them, that we really um, help to open doors for for our, our sales organization. That um, we've created that that brand awareness and that understanding of what we do and why we're leaders in the cloud data warehousing space. And that that really really helps um, when when we're doing uh, outreach and and trying to to get our message across to our um, our, our target accounts. And I think it's that kind of alignment and support. Um, that we're able to to give our team um, that that really helps us to be successful. So was this controversial? You actually have ABM in your title at Snowflake, yeah. one of the, one of few and right. far between right now with that actually in right. uh, your your title. Which sure. I remember marketing operations four or five years ago, we didn't hear that title too often uh, sure. out there. But we're starting to see certainly ABM show up. But was it controversial? I mean, what did it take to get, what advice do you have for people that, you know, want to take this approach and align sales and marketing around such a specific set of targets? Yeah, I would say that um, it's definitely been uh, controversial to have this this type of um, role or this this type of approach, but it really um, helps, uh, one, 
if your sales organization is account aligned and account based, um, if they've made that decision, then having uh, an account based marketer to to support um, what they're doing is a, a no brainer. I think that makes it makes it very easy. If if you're in an organization that's that's not taking this approach and you've uncovered um, some some interesting truth about about your demand funnel, um, I think you know being being thoughtful about how you approach your manner, management and leadership and say you know I'm not seeing the kind of return on investments on my programs or we're not seeing um, our uh, MQLs or leads that we're generating being followed up on and and trying to get to the bottom of of why that's happening why why is the the funnel breaking down why are people not interested in in working the the MQLs or the leads that you're generating um is it a definition issue is it an alignment issue um is your organization account based and marketing hasn't realized it yet um you know taking taking a clear approach and a, a very measured approach to um uncovering what's what's truly going on in an organization and and trying to you know make changes incrementally in that way given your experience yeah with both you know that type of broad spray and pray type marketing sure. and this very laser focus is is yeah. one easier than the other do you think um i think that you know it's easier to do account based marketing if you have the right tools you know one is um you've been given a list of target accounts i think it's great if if marketing can get a seat at the table and and help to inform that decision in a very data driven manner um but you have a very clear set of targets um you understand the personas that are um key to to engaging with across those target accounts and if you have the right tools it's it's relatively easy to to target um you know coming up with innovative campaigns and and innovative messaging and copy can can be difficult when you're doing it for for individual accounts um but at the end of the day what you're what you're trying to drive to and what you're trying to accomplish is is very clear and concise and i like that i like that um some of the more um obtuse kind of marketing measurements that that we um kind of pride ourselves on for um marketing excellence kind of go out the window and you you kind of strip it down to the bare bones of really um what kind of impact your campaigns are having what kind of engagement are you driving um and really are you um driving driving awareness and engagement in the accounts that matter to your team yeah so many um, so, so many people um yeah. so many people talk about almost like i don't know I don't know why they get so passionate about it. Like, ABMs has been around forever. I don't think anybody's sure. debating that. Um, every right. sales team I've ever worked with and known starts at some point, either when a new rep comes on board or at the beginning of the year, developing a yeah. list of targets. Unfortunately, sure. most of those spreadsheets, uh, most of those targets sit in spreadsheets and have never been operationalized. And I think that's the big thing that's mm-hmm. different is that we now have platforms like Engagia, which we yeah. mentioned earlier and others to, yeah. to be a system to help us manage the targets. And, uh, so you were, were you very involved in the the working with the reps and picking up uh picking their target accounts? Yeah, certainly. So in in the this role that I'm in currently and in roles previously, um I think that by having that alignment, um 
and you know and and driving those conversations and and having access to the data kind of earns you a seat at the table and um eventually they you know want want you to be a, a part of the conversation and certainly here um you know we're privy to things like um intent data or ideal customer profile fit that we worked on very closely with our team um or or intent data that we're we're seeing out in the marketplace so being able to tie things like engagement intent and like ideal customer profile together and not necessarily choosing target accounts but helping to inform our team on accounts that would be um best fit for them uh whether it's geography or or vertical or what have you is is really helpful for us to be able to to bring the data that we've um collected in kind of a meaningful and thoughtful way um to to help our our new field reps when they come on board to to be successful right off the bat the um you know the fact that you have ABM in your title and you're you know yeah. in in the company designated for this role what sure. uh what do you think in terms of other companies when is it right for a marketing team to have someone like yourself that's that's dedicated yeah. and devoted to the cause yeah i think it's right for uh an organization to think about having account based marketing um when it's been driven by the sales organization so if the sales organization is truly account based and they're truly account focused um and they want uh somebody who's truly focused on on driving awareness and engagement in their accounts um that might be an excellent time to to find somebody who's an account based marketer um or even to look at um you know account based aligning the marketing organization um it definitely has to come from the top it has to be a leadership initiative um and some of the differences in in how the um programs are measured and um account based marketing's effectiveness are measured have to have to be um accepted it doesn't mean that you have to move away from a traditional demand generation model um immediately or that you can't take a a hybrid approach um certainly it's it's great to have broad based and and vertical marketers um any any kind of content or things that they um put together really help to drive account based marketing if we use them the right way um but but certainly having having a a supportive um team around you or a supportive uh leadership and sales organization that that um sees the benefits and and uh power of having account based marketing it uh definitely helps So what happened at Snowflake um since since yeah. sales leadership it sounds like it's got to be the one to kind of drive this account driven yeah. strategy did that yeah. t- tell me the history there Yeah certainly so um I've been on board here for just over 7 months um and prior to my starting at Snowflake we decided that we were going to be an account based organization um and uh to help support that that's that's why they looked for an account based marketing role um and i would say that you know account based marketing can can be um different uh no matter what organization you're in so um it's still relatively early so some of the key measurements and key things that you're doing um i don't think that there's any right way to do it i don't think that there's any wrong way to do it um but definitely um you know trying trying 
things and failing fast and seeing seeing what sticks and um, just kind of having alignment at the core is is really what kind of drives drives what we do uh, here at Snowflake. But I would just would say to to anyone that having having a team that that supports you and um, is is interested in in being successful in an account based way goes um, you know light years in in helping uh, this kind of discipline to to have um, success within an organization. Awesome. Let let's talk about your marketing stack in a moment. Yeah. First, I want to sure. put a couple numbers uh, just to give folks perspective. So, how many reps are there at Snowflake, and about how many targets do each rep have? Yeah, so um, there's upwards of, of 40 field people here at Snowflake. Um, each one of our reps chooses 100 accounts, um, so they have kind of their, their top 100 account structure that, that they have, um, and, and that's, that's really how we support accounts. So from an account-based marketing perspective, we have some 4,000 accounts that we're responsible for. Um, but that doesn't mean that that we treat them all the same. They, you know, they run the gamut from very small startup companies, mid-market, um, and enterprise accounts. So as a marketer, um, you know, we have to be very clear on how we do segmentation. But it doesn't necessarily need to be enumerated. So we didn't have to take the steps to say this is clearly SMB or this is clearly mid-market or it's clearly enterprise. Um, if you're uh, a marketer that's data driven, it's um, you know relatively easy to, to do segmentation with without having to to um, spend hours and hours and hours with your team or sales operations team to kind of break everything down very succinctly. So that's um, kind of a pitfall that I've fallen into before that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is not necessary to get account-based marketing off the ground. How many tiers do you have for uh, yeah. for your account uh, model? Yeah, so everything everything falls into a top 100 tier. There's no um, no no tiering system. We do have accounts that we work with our regional directors and our sales leadership um, on that are that are key accounts of interest to us. Um, and we create, you know, maybe bespoke one-to-one type marketing campaigns for those key accounts of interest. Um, but they're they're a handful of accounts, um, so uh, you know it's not necessary that they be uh, enumerated in any specific way. But that we're you know discussing and talking about the same things and have the same goals in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can I can see in the future definitely a need for. Um, some sort of uh, very basic tiering, maybe three tiers. Um, we do things that are, you know, one-to-many type account-based marketing, one-to-few account-based marketing, and then we do the very tailored, bespoke one-to-one type account-based marketing. And understanding um, which which accounts should fall into each of those um, tiers is important to understand, you know, where you're going to put your resources and time and effort. Sure. Um, yeah. So there's some other things that are impacted, right, by moving to this model, yeah. and that is, you know, sure. maybe very different perspective on attribution and MQL generation yeah. and goals. So how is that? Sure. How have those um, normal responsibilities and and challenges um, yeah. affecting this moving to this different uh, ABM strategy? 
Yeah, so, you know, uh, luckily at, at Snowflake, we have an in, incredible marketing team from uh, broad-based demand generation, vertical marketing, um, an incredible marketing operations uh, team and, and head of demand generation. So um, we didn't need to, to stop what we were doing and already being successful at. It's account-based marketing is, is something that we added to the mix. Um, but uh, as time has gone on and as, as the team has become more account-focused uh, in general, um, we've started to look at, at things like campaign responders and, and MQLs and um, first meetings and, and putting an, uh, an account spin on those. So we do look at things like campaign responders from our target accounts. We look at um, MQLs created in target accounts. And um, of real importance to us is how many of our um, first meetings that our BDRs have set are out of our um, top 100 target accounts. So we've taken kind of traditional indicators of, you know, demand generation and the demand funnel. Um, and kind of uh, appropriated them for for account-based marketing, um, but from from my perspective, it's it's not something that I focus my efforts on. So we do look at it from a broad perspective, um, and it kind of it kind of keeps us going in uh, uh, you know a, a general direction. But from an account-based perspective, you know we focus solely on uh, coverage into our accounts, making sure that we have. Um, the right number of the right right key people in each one of our accounts, and then driving engagement in our accounts. So it's nice to have a, a very well-rounded marketing team that can look at some of those leading indicators. But as an account-based marketer um, who's responsible for for driving a, a different type of demand, um, not not being beholden to those those traditional metrics. Yeah. And you guys are, are full-stack marketers, as I like to call yeah. it. That's the working title of uh, my new book that I'm working on. And you, if I recall, you guys are using Terminus. You guys are using PFL, sure. Vidyard, Engageo, right. Marketo, yeah. Uberflip, Conversica, yeah. predictive scoring yeah. elements, really full-stack sure. full stack marketing. And, you know, so right. many of those companies have hung the ABM moniker on what yeah. they do, which causes – both confusion as well as, you know, I, o- I almost think of it like as a tag in a database. So if you wanted to find tools sure. to help you with your ABM marketing efforts, you right. know, you can find the tools that do that. But I think, you know, the Venn diagrams are a little blurry for everybody on what these various yeah. tools uh, do, and you got to sure. sort through that. Hey, before we yeah. wrap up, um, the time always goes by so quickly. Daniel, what um, – let's play a little back to the future. If you could go back okay. in time and tell your former self, you've been now doing this at yeah. Aptus and well now as Snowflake, if you go back in time sure. and talk to your former self, what advice yeah. uh, would you would you share? Yeah, I, th- I think going back in time, the advice that I would share to myself is um, really to, to be patient, um, kind of stay the course. Um, I think that, uh, you know, uncovering... Um, the the truth of of um, kind of broad-based demand generation can really ruffle some feathers and and kind of cause some some uncomfortable moments. Um, but if you uh, stick with it and you kind of keep in mind the the end goal of um, any marketer to really support um, their sales organization and drive revenue within the company, you kind of realize that, that you're doing the right thing. You're not, not doing it for selfish personal reasons, but you really want to 
um, see the organization that you belong to um, be successful. So I would say just um, keep going, um, have conversations, build build um, relationship with your sales operations and sales counterparts, um, and understand the pains and and things and challenges that they're going through and. Um, see if you can really help to, to build your marketing and your programs and uh, your funnel and stack and, and aligning to, to help alleviate some of those those key pain points. And just really rely on, on your um, leadership to, to have, you know, a clear direction and, and help inform that if you can. Um, but, you know, if you feel like uh, you're doing the right thing and you're having those conversations and you're creating value and alignment, then I would say keep doing it. Good advice from a very humble yet yeah. incredibly smart, experienced, and talented uh, individual. Daniel, I look forward to the time we finally get a chance to meet face-to-face. I've really sure. enjoyed our conversations over the last month. Glad yeah. Scott and the team got us connected. Sounds like we have a lot of mutual acquaintances out there. Daniel, thanks again. Hey, if you guys want to get connected with Daniel and have extra questions, pretty easy to find him on LinkedIn. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this episode of Demand Gen Radio. Thank you, Daniel, and I'm sure I'll see you up. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's conference season again at the end of the year, yeah. so hopefully we'll bump into each sure. other. But if not, we'll get together and uh, keep track of your journey. Thanks for sharing your insights today. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing.